All right, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on Disrupt Boston. I am Pat B. On the side of me, my main man. Yes, this is real hat. Black Adam Willis. Let's cover up the bald patch I got going. Every time it gets cold out, my hair starts falling out. I hope that doesn't last too much longer. Wow, okay. No, I don't think it's your fault, man. We are we are here in the new studio, mm -hmm. which is uh, very dystopian. I'd like, to, I'd, like to, I'd like to put it across there like we're going for a new, like, really utilitarian, you know, simple minimalistic view on well, the geek town. Well, if it's a dystopian future and it's full of beer, then that yes. is a future I can get down with, yes. that's for sure. We, we are in uh, going live in a brewery, and these are giant uh, micro-brewing technology yeah. pieces behind yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so if we get locked in and we have to spend the night here, I think we'll be... We'll be okay, right? Uh, no, no, no. We will <laughs> die a horrible death, but thank you. For, no, um, to anyone who's unfamiliar with the Geek Down, we are an entertainment and geek culture show brought to you by me, this gentleman right here, that guy right there, just Johnny. Yep. And our running cadre of B-team experts and specificity specifics uh, specialists, so the guys like this. Yeah. Swing dingling. <laughs> Twitter.com. Swing words. dingling. Check it out. <laughs> it's the greatest name. It's all uh, cats and wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and we are pulling our inaugural show here on the new and improved. New and improved. It's improved because we're here. Disrupt Boston. Want to thank Brian Murphy. Uh, the silent but deadly. He's got no mic over there. All right. No, we'll get it together real soon. But I just want to welcome you all uh, and thank you all for joining us. We were on WMF Radio. And before then, we were on uh, Dig Boss, uh, Dig Radio. And before then, we were on Unregular Radio. So now... Uh, like nomads. We're like underground radio traveling circus here. Uh, so we're going to be live from your basement next month. Well, yeah, but you know what it is? <laughs> like the, the, the geek community in Boston has a voice. Yes. You know, we are that voice. And tonight we're bringing that voice to you because we have the best and worst of 2018. Mm -hmm. We have Bumblebee, the first Michael Bay free Transformers major motion picture. Are you of saying West. it might be good? Yeah. I'm saying it was damn good. All right. And All right. Anybody with sense agrees with me. I don't got sense. Yeah, that's too <laughs> crazy. That's too All right, we'll bring yeah. you, we'll bring you the inside stuff in a little bit. Also, to Aquaman, I want to get your personal opinion okay. on Aquaman starring Jason Momoa. Right. Johnny's Fire own casting. man crush, Jason Momoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got, he's got those smoky eyes. I can see it, Johnny. It's fine. I yeah. like them more sport abs. Oh, jeez. All right, <laughs> took it there. Took it there. No, it's all good. Also, man, I got to check out Escape Room. No one else got to check out Escape Room. Because Escape Room's not out. We don't got those passes like no, you do, my No, friend. I got the passes, and I was like, okay, team, we're going in force. We're going to check this out. We're going to bring it to the people. And y'all were like, yo, Pat, sit and spin. And I felt sad. <laughs> I sat there. I cried to myself for a minute, man. It was, it was depressing. It was good. Well, at least you got to see a movie, you. right? Yeah. It wasn't the worst thing ever. Yeah, I guess so. All right. <laughs> well, you know what? We rounded out a very sad 2018 with uh, some small upswings. So let's talk about those right now. First of all, Adam, I noticed you have a piece of paper right there, my friend. Yeah, you I like to look to like say. I'm taking notes, and it's just like pictures of cats. I noticed that. <laughs> Stick <laughs> figures in there. <laughs> it's like, that's the time. That's when we end today. Oh, okay. Fantastic. <laughs> no, oh. I do got a list. I got a, a couple movies. And things that I did particularly like in 2018, um, there was quite a bit. And I'm looking at this list right now, and just they're all pretty violent. Yeah, a lot of violent right. movies. Uh, yeah, Avengers were on there. In 2018, dude. Hereditary. Did you watch Hereditary? I watched and loved Hereditary. Yeah. We talked about this. We you, did. Yeah, yeah a lot of these yeah, we did review. Okay, cool, cool. I mean, anytime there's a woman sitting there watching her husband burn alive, is it's quite violent. That's but the, uh, that, that's, that's, that's a good the one. That's a mark of a call good out? movie. Not the head flying <laughs> off. Not the child's head Spoiler alert, yeah. Of, no, what's yeah. spoiled? The movie's been out for, what, It's been out months? a year, about almost a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen it by now, I'm sorry. 
Um, but there was heads flying off. There was body children's heads, yeah, decapitated. Yeah. Uh, Mission a Impossible. A child's head. Yeah, HL. Yeah. Hey, you know what? They, yeah. they don't need to know the intro, the in, intimate details. I just, just don't want to, you know, have people going in like, I don't want to see this movie because I don't want to see multiple child heads. You're yeah. right. One, one's one. Enough. You know, it's look. What details do you want to give them? Okay, the child's head flew off, or that random, uh, the random collection of old men testicles that were just like prominently <laughs> displayed at one point during the movie. Okay, Man. I think I took the high road, if you ask me. If the, yeah, the low exactly. Thank you. I, I, I rest my case. Yeah. You were saying, sir. Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, I thought you were talking about testicles. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's probably one of the better action movies, not of just this year, probably of any other year. Too. Okay, I now, like yeah, I remember. Yet. You really like this one. You I said, really you like said it, this yeah. one, no, correct me if I'm wrong, your favorite of the MI series? Um, That and uh, Ghost Protocol. It okay, was like, that's it's a like a that's, neck, a, that's neck, a tall yeah. claim, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's right up there, man. This was like really, really blew me away. This movie, this is a series that kind of just keeps getting better and better as it goes on, which most series, as we know, don't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, I like people, the improvements you that were like made. Fast but... and Furious. I think Fast Five yeah. was okay, but they're they're getting a little bit too what? cornball. Yeah. What? They just are, man. It's just um, like you can like it, but it's corny, dude. Yeah. It is. I think the last one was the first one to step down in a while, but you're right. Like yeah. it's it might might be you know. Well, the last one was technically a precursor to the new um. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Jason yeah, Statham, totally, like, but like, like, like frenemy picture they're doing. Yeah, of course. Right. But, you know, so, and yeah. I, I, I badly want to see this because it's an expansion of the universe. You know how rare this happens, and not just in Hollywood, in fiction. Period. You get two like random characters that weren't even part of the original, uh, the original True. fiction work. Yeah, I think that's probably why everyone else is pissed off. Well, Tyrese. I, no, Tyrese is pissed Vin off. Diesel. As far as I know, well, Vin Diesel always got something to say. It was his baby from the beginning. Yeah. It was his baby. Who didn't Paul. even want to do the second one or the third one? He didn't do the second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He you barely know, did the third. I, one. I'll, 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 then he realized I'll like those paychecks aren't going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta start making these yeah. again. Well, yeah. Well, folks aren't going to see Boiler Room two. No, no, nor should they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Or, um, or those street shark uh, commercials aren't really. Dude, those street shark commercials were badass. Okay, a long time ago in a land not so far away, Vin the Diesel, the, the the cock diesel actor we know today, who's all about family. Yeah. I'm here to represent family. We're family. talking to you about family. Well, he used to be just a regular actor, and he had this deep voice when he was like 11 years old. Wore a lot of tank so, tops. Yeah, wore like vests. He wore like those Uncle Jesse from Full House vests. But, but Nothing, no under, under, nothing under him. It was like the yeah. he was like a lighter skin LL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without that hat. <laughs> without that hat. Um, and no, they had a it was a very famous PSA. You can actually look it up on YouTube now. If you just go to YouTube, you type in Vin Diesel Street Sharks, and there was this old uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ripoff uh, franchise called Street Sharks, which was actually a decent cartoon. And Vin Diesel was the spokesman in an infomercial for it. Now look it up too. It's not a regular commercial. This thing is long. It's like twenty minutes. <laughs> but it's like twenty minutes of him talking about how cool these toys are and playing with the toys. Right. But he sells it like Billy Mays is selling. Like you know that oh, that yeah. gum that like seals everything. Oh yeah, those, yeah. Those I watched those. I watched that and I was like, man, I want those toys. And you know what happened? I got those toys. You know what? I regretted getting those toys. <laughs> I think the dog ate mine. Yeah. yeah. Dog ate yours. Yeah, just like ripped all the gum off the, the nose of it. Probably did you a favor, man. Yeah, you used to go out and play. And I was like. 20 years old when I got yeah. him. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, no, there wasn't a Fast and Furious last year, was there? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm like, right. how did that escape my radar? I was I was paying attention. Definitely, definitely not 2018, but yeah. Oh, okay, all right. We did get the Tyrese cry video last we year. We got though. Tyrese doing so much, just the tears. I just want my baby! Did you say that? I can't believe this is happening. You're taking my kid. Oh, yeah, that was Let me ask you about that, because... 
I understand Tyrese's like troubles with um, him just being a, a jackass and, and, and himself and getting himself into trouble with his mouth. Right. You know, he had financial trouble and uh, Will, and, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith uh, loaned him money. And all they said was, we're doing this as, you know, out of friendship. Just do us a favor and keep it anonymous. We don't want anyone to, you know, we don't want this to blow up. We're just doing it to help out a friend. And the first thing he did was say, you got it. And then the second thing he did was go public on yeah. a, well on the internet and say I want to thank my good friends Will <laughs> and Jada Pinkett Smith for looking out for a brother and and loaning me all this money and blah. it's like the exact thing you did that's like signing the he's saying the, it was like, like I'm waiting for that Will Will Smith check and he's like pouring champagne and stuff <laughs> like that. it's like you already spending it too like yeah, yeah. I don't know I'm like come on yeah. man common sense but like okay but but that's like that's one thing him wanting custody of his children or at least wanting to be in their lives that should be admirable. Yeah, but it shouldn't be that public and like doing the whole videos of how you're upset about it. You know, like mm -hmm. let's, let's keep, you know, I, I know it's 2018. It's only going to get worse in 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, going into this whole thing, there is no secrecy we know, anymore. There is we no, know that new, yeah. on that new, know Tyrese, that new Tyrese tape. Everyone's Tyrese now. <laughs> oh, I just want my baby into the into the camera at all times. That's gotta, that's the, what we're heading to. That's a bleak vision of the future, my yeah, friend. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Well, what else you got on there? Because it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a substantial list, and a lot of good stuff came out amidst a lot of weakness. Yeah. yeah. Mandy you know? with uh, mm. Nicholas Cage. Okay. One now. More bat shite insane movies, yeah. uh, maybe ever. All right. Well, mm. hold on. First of all, um, are we? Did everyone? Have I did see Mandy? Mandy. Yes. I yeah. did not know. Okay. Uh, I uh, want to though. Yeah, that surprised me because I think of of everybody here, uh, you specifically, this man, yeah. uh, the the, the yeah. punk Mouseketeer, just Johnny, huh? uh, would uh, that's right, that's why I called you that. <laughs> I'm dubbing that new title for the for, for, for the. I, for the Racketeer. Racketeer? Yeah, ah. this seems like the most turbocharged. You can have that show? I like rats more than mice. Okay. All right, the, the, the Punketeer. <laughs> the, the, the Punketeer. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. The worst Disney picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Punketeer, brought to you by Pixar. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I, I figured this would be like right up your alley, though, because it's like dark. Yeah. It's just like hardcore metal. The it's, whole thing is just like black yeah. and bleak. It, I, I guess and the trailers look like they're kind of like semi-psychedelic. Uh, yeah. Stop. Uh, psycho thriller. Yeah, there's no really like through plot line that you want to kind of hang your hat on and say this is what this is about. It's, yeah, it's pretty like all over the place in the best possible way though. Right. You know, it's like you kind of yeah, gotta I'm, abandon all that. It's just like pure Gonzo cinema yeah. and everything like that. I'm and it's gonna, like a perfect uh, late yeah. uh, career Nicolas Cage movie where they're like, let's yeah. we need to work together. It's like perfect communion of of actor and director in terms of vision. And like uh, executing of uh, that vision. See, now I'm, was, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here looking yeah. like I'm just waiting for my turn to say something because I really am. I could not disagree with you more. Mm, right. This is a vehicle for Nicolas Cage to quote unquote show he's got range. And instead, all they showed was they can make the darkest, blackest, bleakest, <laughs> yeah. most depressing movie. And you're talking about someone who's watched Schindler's List almost. Uh, 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 ten times. Yeah, I mean, leaving it, it, Las Vegas even, was pretty bleak and yeah. hopeless. And yeah, too. but this is a movie where it's like, what's the premise of this picture, Johnny? Well, I'll let you know. Nicolas Cage and his wife are a happy couple that live in the woods. They take in nature and appreciate all that's around them. A cult leader passes by in a car one day and decides he sees the wife through the window. Hmm, I like her. She's mine now. So he sends his cult to kill Nicolas Cage, kidnap the wife, and the rest of the picture is them raping her, killing him, and then him coming back for revenge. And then it just gets darker, and then darker, and then darker, and then credits. Yeah. 
Love it. It's like sword fights. Um, it's, just, yeah. it's just, it's <laughs> just, it's just fire, wild. brimstone. It's like every nightmare I've ever had cranked up to eleven. Like Hellraiser <laughs> has yeah. nothing on this movie. No. Yeah. It's perfect. No, it's going oh, to be a great, great midnight movie for, for it years is, to come. Yeah, so I'm just happy to, about that. I'm happy to be going yeah. to. I know, like the Cools, you'll be doing stuff in the future. Sure. I've seen stuff, stuff films like with happier endings than this. <laughs> yeah. All right, I saw <laughs> it at the, the Coolidge actually at midnight. So yeah, you're right. But like, I think, I think the the tail end of it disappointed me. But like, the style of it is like a it's plus just, yeah, plus yeah, plus. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh, like you know, it. I liked it, but I wanted to like it more. I wanted to be more involved in the plot, sure, but I couldn't really. Uh, latch onto it all that well. Right, well hold on. Talk to me about uh, Nicolas Cage's performance in there then, because this was he started off like more subdued, yeah, which is kind of rare for Nicolas Cage. You know this. Well, he's got to work up. Yeah, yeah. he's like you know, he's he's done some subdued stuff, especially recently with some like more lauded critical performances. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he was in what what was it you called? Joe won an Oscar too. Yeah, that's true. Kind, kindly like he's done some like smaller movies oh, in in addition to like some. Liam Neeson style, like, I'm going to get revenge kind of thing. So. Yeah, but the Liam Neeson ones are the ones you want to go for. He makes the smaller movies now because he has to. Yeah. How long has Nicolas Cage been broke? Do you remember? I don't know if he's, like, quite broke, but he's been towing the line because he had, like, four castles, like, uh, dinosaur bones and all this weird stuff. So he had to <laughs> yeah. he just, like, started repossessing all his stuff. Like, you can't have more than one castle. Nick. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, dude. Like... I like your movies too, but well, I need one to storm out of the swords. <laughs> but he's probably made. While we're having this conversation, he's probably made three movies in like Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he, he while we're doing the show, well, like, like if someone offers to sell you a dinosaur head, you're not gonna say you're no. You're not gonna turn it down. You know? You're right. I hear so, Johnny Depp's got I'm, that problem I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, yeah. I'm turning it down. What are you gonna do with the dinosaur head? Put it in your fourth castle. Yeah, obviously. You need <laughs> you need a centerpiece for your 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 solarium. You know. Right. I walk in the room. Yeah. All right. I guess when you right, just well, have that much money, you just don't. It's it's amazing when you're like, oh, I didn't know this guy was spending it all. It's like imagine having that many people working for you and that much stuff where you just don't even know if someone's spending it. Yeah, that's a weird luxury. That huh? is a problem a I would, I would, we'll I would so to. love yeah. to have, man. Yeah. 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 Seriously, no. Give me an extra like you know twenty bucks in my paycheck, okay? Everyone's getting gifts. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody. <laughs> all right. We're drinking for free tonight, guys. Yeah, yeah. No. Brian. What you want? A Rolex? I got you. For <laughs> 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 extra twenty bucks. All right. Okay. So, um, so got, Mandy. Yeah, I got uh, one much more recent too. Uh, first Man that I liked a lot. Uh, I didn't that was the biography with you know walking on the moon, the first trip to the moon mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. with Neil Armstrong and Ryan Gosling. I think plays like a perfect Neil Armstrong. I say that because like I actually don't know that much about the personal life of Neil Armstrong. Neil but, Armstrong like, the way, kept very. The uh, way he plays him is just so understated. This is a guy that keeps everything so close to the chest, and I think just the the way he kind of is always the smartest guy in the room. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And then like it's just. You feel the pressure of the time and like of the moment and everything like that, and you realize that this job is like it's not just like oh you know the, the glory of man and trying to achieve this great thing, which is, it's true, but like how crazy dangerous it is and how many people around him at every stage of his career is just dying left and right. So he's kind of feel like yeah. the law of average has got to say I'm gonna blow up off this mortal coil on a giant bomb. Or if some yeah. Of you don't even know if it's habitable when you get there because the precautions right. you've taken cannot possibly be tested until you're actually in the environment. Right. What's yep. dangerous about yeah. that? But you I see, mean, these guys mm. probably got like some crazy PTSD from all the people that they try to get mm. to know, the people that live in their community that they work with every day. It's like, oh, Oh yeah, his, his, he blew up yesterday. It's like okay, now yeah. you gotta you gotta you give me the next one to scrap yourself off <laughs> yeah. that. And then it, it messes with you. Yeah, yeah. no, Curtis did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Bob? Well, but Bob, there's Bob a, did too. There's a great scene. Well, how, about, when... how, about, how about Lenny? Lenny owes me ten bucks. <laughs> Where's Lenny? Is he here today? No, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, he's alive. Yeah. Coma. Oh, okay. I'll talk to his wife. Oh, yeah. she's dead. 
Oh, see, okay, there you go. That's yeah. a problem. There's yeah. a great scene where he he gets the the call that he's going to be the first one to uh, actually, you know, get to the moon or, or attempt to get to the moon, and he's got to kind of explain to his kids that he might not be back. And it's, okay, it's well, let me ask really, you about the movie really, there, because yeah. um, they actually talked about that part. Yeah. Because there were three of them in the capsule. It was uh, it was Neil Armstrong, uh, Buzz Aldrin, Aldrin and, uh, and Michael Collins. Yeah. That's right. I know the third one, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and that's correct. You're welcome. Accurate facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they actually talked about like who's gonna be first out of the capsule and such. Because I always assumed it was just like, um, excuse me, Buzz, your shoes untied. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because they play step. like Buzz Aldrin's played uh, as such like kind of like a more like he's definitely more gregarious and he's more like he's. He's so blunt in the way he like talks about things, like, oh yeah, that guy's dead because he did this, and he'll do that in front of like their family. Yeah. He's like, well, that's a fact, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, but have some tact when you kind of speak and like, yeah. about that stuff. Who like, played Buzz Aldrin? This Rob Corddry? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Rob Corddry actually. Yeah. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but he he's, he's in a lot of stuff. Okay, because uh, that sounds like he uh, plays Hemingway in Midnight in Paris, that Woody Allen movie. If you if you remember that one, that's it's the yeah, same actor. Sorry that, that his name escapes me right now. No, no uh, worries, I'll no it out. But hey, it's, the noise. That's why he was second. That's, that's why. Yeah. That's why he was saying. Actually, I did a little fact checking too. Uh, I guess actually, Buzz is supposed to be the first one out normally, but the thing Wait, was the, he, the door he, opened a different way, so it was just easier for him to get out. Uh, oh, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that, is a, that is yeah. a that is a I would so do that too. Yeah. It, 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 but I don't it, think it was on purpose. It's, it's like, all right, go. Your your turn is up, buddy. You know, I'm gonna let you have your. Sh- yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Your shoes untied. Right over here. <laughs> Kick him. Yeah, yeah I w- I'm sorry. I, w- I would do it. I yeah. step outside saying the thing already. There's one small step for a mouth trip. No one's going to see it because right. they're stuttering the camera. Right. All right. All right. I got one last movie. I, I got a whole list here, but I just want right. to kind of want to shine a light on uh, this movie called The Writer. I did review it when it came out. Um, I thought it was one of the better movies I've seen this year. I've seen it in a long, long time. Um, very understated movie. It didn't get a lot of press. Uh, I think it won like uh, probably like best uh Picture at uh, the Gotham Awards, which is like the highest indie um, movie awards uh, award there is, and it's about uh, this guy named Brady Jandro. He's a uh, bull rider, and it's actually played by the actual bull rider. His story, where he gets the a serious, he, he's acting in the movie as himself. As himself, yeah, okay. and he gets a serious, serious head injury, and it's him trying to cope with. Uh, what life is like when you can't do the thing that you're put on mm. earth to do, and, mm. and like kind of just what you have to do then to pay the bills like how do you you know do you get back on there even though it looks like you can permanently kill yourself like what is life without passion and it's a, it's a very like uh human story it's it's a, something we can probably all relate to in one way or the other and it's just it's pitch perfect and it's it's such a great movie so i kind of wanted to just bring that up because i think more people should know about it more people mm-hmm. should probably go out and check it out that's cool is, it, is, it, is it still in theaters now no it's it, it left a while ago i think you can probably get it on demand though it might be like you can get it on amazon for, for cheap but it's a it's 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 such a such a good movie and like i said the acting is is great by these non-actors and everything like that and a lot of like these great like understated subtle moments of like uh just beautiful like humanity and these beautiful connections between these families and stuff like that and it's really intense so i i really enjoyed that one but that's yeah i got a couple on there here but i'll let, let you uh we'll get to i know you got some stuff too you yeah talk about. dude because my world was my world was film but also my world was delving into the realm of television yeah you know uh, what can i say a, something too why did they yeah, cancel daredevil 
because um, just to piss you off. Just to be you, right? You know, right. I actually had to talk to them about this, too. I'm like, look, Adam's not going to be happy about this. And they were yeah. like, we know. And then, like, we're <laughs> in their hands. You know what we'll do, though, you know, Netflix. We'll have a movie about, well, a movie that does really well about a blind person. <laughs> 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 Saw a meme today or something like that. I was like, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, um, they've done a lot of, they did a lot of like suspect uh, canceling and shuffling and, and shifting. Yeah. And the thing is, they put so much into the movies that I think the solid overall plan for the Netflix shows, the TV. They started getting progressively worse, I think. But I think I Daredevil was far. one of I them. Think... I think that was still yeah. really good. I'm like, why wouldn't you cancel Iron Fist? Yeah. <laughs> like, why can't you just do that? Well, they, on, they did. They, had, they, they did. They had yeah. different plans for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. Well, they, they, yeah, they, screw you, Iron Fist. Sorry. Only uh, Jessica Jones and Punisher are left. Jessica Jones' like second season was weak, though. Yeah, I know. It was, but Jessica Jones also laid the groundwork. For, okay, keep in mind, Jessica yeah. Jones in the comics is the best friend right. of um of uh, of uh, Carol oh. Danvers, Captain, oh, I know. Uh, Captain I know. Marvel. They can have that link between the TV show and the new movie, and the new movie any... that they're really pushing. If yeah. if any of them. Yeah, Jessica Jones would be the closest. Yeah, and because the show still has the juice even after a mediocre second season. Yeah, I don't think they'd get rid of it that 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 quickly. Also, um, they still have a solid a solid hold on the Netflix universe. Uh, the MCU there, uh, me, well, the M is it MNU? How would you whatever? Say yeah, that? yeah, the Netflix uh, Marvel universe uh, still has good shows and a good following. Everyone's like. Yeah, Luke Cage season two wasn't as solid as season one. It's like, are yeah. you forgetting what happened after they got rid of Cottonmouth? Right. You know, because that was like, that was just a cliff dive. It yeah. was. I mean, yeah. how do you kill, off, like we've talked about it before. Um, it's just like, how do you kill off the most intriguing character in the whole show? Right. Yeah. show. It's like, no, dig this though. And then he wins it. an Oscar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then they're like. A year later, he's yeah. in everything. Yeah. That, my friends, is poor planning. <laughs> right. Uh, but Didn't no, see I, that one coming the, the plan, as far as I understand it, initially was they were going to cancel these and put a real big push behind uh, the Defenders. Mm. Because from the Defenders, you can also get uh, uh, Heroes for Hire with right. uh, Danny Rand, with Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. Mm. And you can also get the spinoff um, Defenders with uh, Misty Knight, who they introduced with her yep. bionic arm. Right. Excuse me. And with Colleen Wing. And there's like two or three more uh, swap outs they had there. So they had options, and they were really going to uh, put that push behind the ground level heroes that we've all yeah. wanted to see. Like, why doesn't Marvel do this? Why don't they yeah. actually put this out? DC should have done this a long time ago. They got Batman and no one else. And Marvel said, yeah, let's do it. And then they did it with, with Defenders, and Defenders sucked. So they were like, okay, let's pull this back. And I think they lost focus mm. because at the same time, when the Netflix universe is struggling, you've got Black Panther coming out, yeah. which was the top grossing film of 2018. You've also got Infinity War, which was mm. the most anticipated movie of the last 10 years easy. Starting with Iron Man, we started getting hints of, well, there's a bigger world out there and there might be the Avengers Initiative. Who knows, man? I know, right? Yeah. So it's just like you have all this coming from the left. The right's kind of like, well, this is a project that we had and we had ideas for, but yeah. now this is huge. And yeah. this happens a lot. Um, ironically, a lot with com comic companies, but not with uh, comic companies working in television or movies. Yeah. Um, the best example I can uh, point to to uh, show how um, this type of thing occurs is, did you guys ever read Vertigo comics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, do you know how? Hundred uh, bullets, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right. Perfect. 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 Um, do you know how when Vertigo released uh, Why the Last Man yeah. and Fables uh, about ten years ago? Yeah. A little more actually. Preacher yeah, like was on that. Years right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they released those at the same time. They released a whole slew of new 
um, mature audience titles. Not adult fare, but meant for like more mature readers, people who are going to like uh, take these and read them on their commute to work and stuff, you know, have really intricate stories yeah. and go like way out. They were taking chances. And a lot of those did good. But at the same time, those did good, like those reached here. While fables and specifically fables and why the last man yeah. skyrocketed, just fables, like there were the, so many of them too. That yeah, was long, no, that went on forever. But because of the astronomical success of those right. two books, it overshadowed everything. And I mean, that's like they had what Battle Pope running. Well, Vertigo had you Preacher mentioned as well. Yep. Going to, yeah, so they were, Sandman yeah. maybe was Sandman was yeah. on Sandman, Vertigo. Sandman started to fade by then. Okay, yeah. Then, Sandman yeah. was the one that I think I think gave them the initial juice. All right. Um, to push forward, and the thing is, uh, those were just ridiculous juggernauts. That's an anomaly, and it made everything else seem to pale by comparison. Right. So they were more apt. They canceled so many titles while they were running, while they were still successful and and, uh, and selling. So it's not out of the ordinary for this stuff to happen. I right. think we're just seeing a resurgence with that in the Netflix universe. And they had ideas for this. Yeah. But Infinity War, nothing's touching that. Black right. Panther, impossible. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm even hoping that Black Panther 2 comes anywhere close mm. to being uh, as... as, oh, yeah. as, as Amazing as Black Panther one was, but realistically, be. I got faith. I don't think it that. can be either. Yeah, yeah you know, just, uh, that's you know, that's not knocking anything they're trying to do. But yeah, like, yeah, they set no, the no. bar very, very. I got, high. I got faith. Yeah, Ryan Coogler has not disappointed like, me so far, so I'm, right. you know, right. I'm on board. Right. I also think that the Netflix cancellations came mostly just because, even simpler, just Marvel's creating their own or Disney's creating their own streaming service, and why give Marvel money when like Netflix seems to be pivoting towards. Reality yeah, shows, lose all that anyway. Yeah, yeah once they're Disney doing stuff going. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get into that HGTV space yeah. now. But with why? Some stuff and there's, like, there's so much like, money to make there. Yeah, but there are also you can make more money or just as much money just by the brand of Netflix. You know, Man. and now they can get like a bunch of anime and whatever. To, all right, you mentioned yeah. something interesting there. The yeah. HGTV space. If yeah. they have, and this is the only way I'll accept it. Yeah. If they have plans, I'm bleeding from the lip. What happened there? <laughs> um, if they have plans to do a um. Like a uh, like a whole um, a whole new release yeah. of like interesting programs, you know, yeah. HGTV, something like um, let's actually build properties, you know, uh, uh, custom housing, yeah. experimental housing, and custom cars, um, concept cars, those type of shows, yeah. and release those to the public. Right, you know, that'll give them another avenue to explore. Yeah, Dude, I can watch people repair old houses all day, yeah. flip this house. Cool. It was a zombie house. Yeah. This thing was gone. They brought it back to life. They sold it for a profit or a small profit. The most hilarious one was when um, we talked about these, those extra selfie guys had this show. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. The Where Property they, Brother guys? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. flipped but one this of house wearing like, like every freaking thing. Then one of them wears like the designer pants, but he puts on like a work belt. Like, oh, I'm gonna knock down this wall yeah. now. <laughs> no, you're not. Put that thing down. Yeah. No, as full of snot as, as full of snot as they are. Yeah. He's he's not as full of snot as Bronson Pinchot and his brother doing <laughs> yeah. their own show. But no, um, don't like, like, knock Perfect Strangers, dude. I'll knock you right off I'm that. I'm not bus. knocking Perfect Strangers. I'm well, um, no, no, no. They like they flipped this house. They did a whole prod, like huge, replaced everything. And at the end of the show, they broke down the realistic gains yeah. they get from this. Mm -hmm. And it's like after. Uh, all the materials and after the designs. You mean flip or flop? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after uh, actually paying the crew to do all this, the profit they take away after all this and a good like six months of their life minimum yeah. was like, I think it was like a thousand dollars each in actual profit. And I'm like, are you are you are you are you, are you kidding me? How do you eat yeah. like this? You know? Yeah. So I get it, and I get why uh, those things might be waning, and Disney might see if we get well. 
if Disney yeah. sees we can do something interesting. Like, okay, now we're building. Um, I can only think of Hollow Justice. That's actually DC. Yeah. That's not Marvel. Right. The um, the Avengers Mansion. You know, with yeah. intricate rooms. We're building the X Men uh, Westchester Estate right. with like secret rooms and stuff, and we'll yeah. sell this off to Elon Musk. Right. You know, or act, auction off for charity and some stuff, and yeah. you know, and hunger in California. Right. I think Whatnot. That is the only thing that would justify this for me. Otherwise, yeah. dude, they're shooting themselves in the foot because ah. it comes down to that Nicholas Cage problem. They just have too much money, yeah. and they won't learn until they lose it all. I think Netflix is like diversifying what they do rather than sticking all of their eggs. See a lot of Bollywood basket. stuff too yeah. on there now, right? Yeah, like, they're, they're definitely just, branching, they're just and throwing, stretching. Yeah, they're yeah, just dude. getting random things, and like they're Netflix. They're like a behemoth. They don't have to necessarily latch themselves onto Marvel anymore. They yeah. just, you know, I think every they're being year. muscled. Yeah. You think you think Netflix is being muscled? Yeah, by Disney. Oh, oh everyone's yeah. getting think, muscled by right, Disney. Yeah. I think Disney's, they're going to take your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Disney's running. Uh, they're going to be setting up their own streaming service, yeah. and no, they are raising. Yeah, they're raising the price on their license. So. Yeah. All right. Well, exactly. then here, I'll ask. I'll ask one final question about it then before we move on. Disney starts their own streaming service. Yep. Yeah. Where do you watch most of your shows now? Uh, YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't watch, I don't watch, watch television shows. Like, so. All right, yeah. well, Hulu Prime, for me, but Hulu like, yeah. and, and Netflix. I do right, Hulu, so. but like I'm t- I would totally sign up for Disney's. Hulu thing for like only a for month TV because like the movies stop. You know? Like Hulu's like not. they got all the yeah. If, if it, it, Netflix and Amazon Prime are my go-to's, if yeah. I don't have those, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm Cody. Yeah, but sometimes you do need to watch like a 1990 episode of Family Matters. Yeah, you need Hulu, you know. I'll find I'll find a way. I just don't want to feel. Like I'm being muscled. Honestly, yeah. Some of these services, yeah. like what is it, like three dollars? It's like you know three dollars a month to watch this. But you're forcing me. I'll, yeah. I'll pay that three dollars if you have something to offer. But if you're saying I can only, like I have yeah. to pay that three dollars. Have you ever? That's the, that's the reason I cut cable in the first place. Here's a good question. Have you ever added like a add-on like on Amazon Prime? You can you know you can add stars or whatever like that. Have you ever done mm. that just to watch one movie at one time? <laughs> I did <laughs> once. I've never done that. I wanted to watch I, True I Lies so bad one time. <laughs> I spent like seven bucks for like the month so I could just watch it like twelve what, times. I did that. But I did that for good like. The yeah. embodiment of HBO. Come on, come on, come on it, baby. Who paid for HBO? You know what you did? It's Game okay. of Thrones right there, right? No, you know no. how many people just signed up for HBO during Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. it. And that's what Netflix needs. That's what all these streaming services need. That's why they people need have viewing killer, parties because you designate show. one sucker in the friend group. Yeah. That you shell out for yeah. that and you go over to their house. Oh, you know, it's all it's camaraderie. And, you know, I just started watching watch. Game of Thrones. I guess I'm like you know, however many years behind. But I'm oh, like, why are those? they just having so much sex with their sisters and stuff? I don't know. Like, I just can't get over it. It was a simpler time, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll run down uh, TV real quick since okay. we already went through the specific Netflix stuff. Yeah. Um, and Atlanta was the number one show. Atlanta's a show <clears throat> I've uh, tried to get into several times, and I think it – its audience runs in waves. Yeah. Because people will jump on because they're into something for at a different time Donald and then they'll kind of fade away. Oh, I'm not taking any. Don't, I don't I want to seem like I'm taking anything away from uh, yeah, Don Glover, too. You, you're yeah. allowed to not like your stuff, too. Sometimes. No, I like you Don know? Glover, man. <laughs> no. yeah. How do you feel about Don Glover, actually? Because you're someone who works in the industry. I don't like his stand up, but I love like right. nearly everything else he does. I wish uh, I could do uh, one thing as well as he does like his fifth best. You you dress you easily yeah. dress as well as Don Glover. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no one wears a tight T-shirt, you know. Yeah. That looks like it's a size and a half too small. It might be. Like Black yeah. Adam Willis. <laughs> well, that, um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Childish Gambino. I'll give him his due. Glow is another one. Uh, I'm not sure how long the push for Glow will last, but I like that a show that's not 
uh, headed specifically by like cis white men, yeah, uh, is actually getting some kind of like large push, and it automatically didn't fall to well, it's all minorities, so you know it's how they gonna support themselves. It's like no, dude, there is tons of audiences out there, and yeah. the fact that these things only now are getting exposure two of those mass audiences show that, yeah, so folks will watch this show. Orange is the New Black was probably on, like, um, uh, some executive's desk since, like, 1984, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and it finally got made and became this huge hit, you know? So I'm glad Glow has gotten that push as well. Also, uh, I've been doing some more work in wrestling, and we'll talk about that after the show. Okay. Uh, to be continued, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but stuff like this gives credence to, like, the alternative sports that are out there and have always been out there, but have never really gotten that shine. Yeah, you know, so I'm glad Glow made the list so high too. We'll talk about that in a little. Uh, who's this list uh, according to? Uh, this is the list according to Esquire magazine. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, some of the other ones too. They focus primarily on Nielsen ratings, so it was hard yeah. to find one that was less biased and also uh, 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 included the um, the internet shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. internet and streaming much hated upon. Adam. Yep. So much hatred. So mm. much. All right, Killing Eve is a show now. Am I the only one familiar with Killing Eve? I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen much of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Killing Eve is a show like um, the show spotlighting a serial killer, mm-hmm. uh, and the person that's actually that that, that that's shadowing them. Yeah. And is it's, it Eve? Is she killing or is she killed? Uh, she's killing. Oh. And it's actually really interesting because it shows how she chooses targets. She's assigned targets by the agency that controls her, and then when she goes off on her own because it's just things she does, yeah. and she's nuts. It's not like <laughs> Dexter, where you know they're calculating and there's a thing behind it, and you can always trace it back to something other. It's like, people. yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's, I hope it's, your it's like, nah, she's yeah. at a party. She, you know, uh, she's there to take out her target. Mm. But she saw a little kid who had a dress that she liked, so she talked to the little kid, made a friend, and then took some candy from the kid just cause, and then killed like fourteen of the people because the kid gave her the wrong piece of candy, and then killed the guy. And why? Like, what the hell's wrong with you, like? It's 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 interesting to see them work that out and have it not be lampooned. It's not a pastiche. It's just a really interesting take on someone who's genuinely crazy. And there might be more to it as the show progresses, but that's what I've observed so far. It's interesting. Over time, it wasn't my kind of show, but I definitely see how uh, this type of thing is at least shows uh, uh, growth. They're, take, totally. they're taking chances on new types of shows. Uh, Pose is another one I watched. I um, watch Pose. Pose is interesting too. Uh, yeah. Oh, Adam, you Pose. Brian Pose. Who's got time? Pose. Who's got time? Pose. Yeah. Pose. Pose. I, I had time for Glow and Atlanta so far, uh, and I watched Atlanta twice. So. <laughs> well, Pose was a show um, set in the 1980s around the uh, drag culture. No. Uh, so drag shows, kind of like a Paris is Burning type thing, and it showed the community there. But it also it showed it from different avenues. So it showed from the drag performers who are established in there, and they built this community, and they were pioneers, and so and so. It also shows from the point of view of like up-and-comers who are like i'm just getting into this and i really want to you know find a community that lets me live my lifestyle and such also um the outside community there's a dude in here who falls in love with a woman not realizing that yeah she's not biologically a woman and you kind of just picked up a a a guy in drag off the street so how does that reflect in society and it's really interesting going back and forth there a little bit of the crying game going on Uh, a little bit yeah and it covers various points including how does his marriage fall apart how does that affect his career how does that affect them in the shows are they accepting within each other is there infighting Mm -hmm. and then since set in the 80s the advent of the the boom of uh, the AIDS epidemic yeah you know and how they're at ground zero for a lot of this and how society reacts to that it was a very smart show that only went one season I'm not sure if they'll continue on with it but it was very poignant and kind of came out of nowhere. That was a nice little backhand, like, you know, wake up. Mm. 
and Patrick Melrose, the show I actually didn't get to check out. Never seen uh, I ran this one by because it seemed more like up your alley. No? No. Dude, um, Sharp Objects? No. I wanted to watch that. Yeah, yeah. The Assassination of Gianni Versace? <laughs> ah. Dude. Okay, well, nah, that I did one... hear good things about that one, though. Yeah. That was like the, uh, the same people that did uh, OJ. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah uh, the documentary shows, the fictionalized documentary shows, how would you say that? Uh, yeah, the um, it's like half they're like fiction, yeah. based off of uh, real events type right. things. Yeah, yeah, those shows were kind. Of, those, like those were big over the last few years. Uh, the OJ one, I remember. Yeah, like Ross from Friends is doing it, huh? All right, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well, okay. The ones that actually take themselves that seriously. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, this one was one uh that I'm surprised they didn't have Eminem make a cameo. I'm glad they didn't have Eminem make a cameo. <laughs> just uh, just I was just uh, checking the mail. Yeah, oh, Alright, well, no, that TV was big. Unfortunately, uh, I think I'm the only one that, like, spends that much time in front of screens wasting yeah. my... Well, that's the thing, man. I mean, Everyone's you, like, hey, yeah. have you seen this show? This is the best show ever. Have you seen this show? And I'm like, you're probably alright. I just, who has the time? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? True, like, when you're trying to watch movies, when you're trying to have a job, you're trying to live your yeah. It's like... Mm -hmm. Trying to play video so games. much time, yeah. 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 There's so much time for certain shows. I just yeah. think there's, there's so much of it out there. You know, you yeah. want to take as much in as possible. You know, right. and when you can, you know, even go back and find stuff that you may have missed by the wayside. That's I what, I, that's what I try to do. I try to catch up. Yeah, I, mean, I like I like like the time kind of judge it a little bit. You know what I mean? See what age as well, and then yeah. I go back and like, okay, that was really. good. I like to see. I like to make sure that it ends like on a high note instead of petering out like Dexter did or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so, I think the only good show I watched last year was the Net. Uh, Castlevania season two. Yeah, you raved about on that, that one too. Oh right? yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about that one real quick, man, yeah. because that was uh, uh, set around one specific game. It was set around, uh, yeah, sort of an in between of uh, Castlevania three and um, Curse of Darkness mm. on the PS two, and I think they they also did yeah. uh, throwbacks to the Men of Innocence, uh, yeah. and they also do throwbacks to uh, or or. or Forward passes mm. to uh, other games in in the timeline. Mm -hmm. uh, they kind of pick like a really awesome spot in it. But basically, the whole gist of it is, if you are a fan and even the slightest of Castlevania, mm -hmm. it is the best interpretation of it in any format. Even a better storyline interpretation mm -hmm. than the, than the video games themselves. It's All just right. phenomenal yeah. through and through. They 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 that is now the new Bible. For how a Castlevania uh, storyline wow. should be, Tall they should follow right there, what that does uh, for all future games. Mm. If Konami ever makes a future game, well, hey man, you gotta Konami. have faith. Okay, I'm yeah. hoping that that'll lay the groundwork for uh, my favorite franchise. I'm waiting to see an animated show, an adaptation of Toe Jam and Earl. Let's get it started. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they uh, are making yes. a yes. Yes. Toe Jam one of the one yeah. of the two. Uh, so they made maybe. Jim. We don't talk about that. No, That's 2019. Not, yeah. But uh, 2018 overall, I mean, there, there's been some fantastic gaming happening mm. throughout. And lay it on us. What's up? Uh, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start from like awesome, and then I'm gonna end off with like the best of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, so that way, if people want some order to this, they have it. So I'm gonna start off with Spider-Man. And okay, Spider-Man you... is a fantastic game. There are some significant problems with it, but when it comes to sort of uh, web slinging through the city, the combat, uh, that sort of stuff, very phenomenal stuff. Uh, it feels like you're playing as Spider-Man, and you can't really ask for more uh, except uh, when they give you more, because uh, I wasn't asking for it, and man, that game took forever to finish. Forever. You and act like a long like game a is a way? bad thing. 
Yeah. I, no, in a bad way. Like, like you like just want it like okay, end. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes games just should end sooner rather than later. Like it's yeah. an open world game, yeah. Yeah. so they have the ability to sort of end it sooner, but still have all cram it with all the content that they did. So that way, when if people truly do enjoy it, they can play more after the end credits. And they do allow you to do that, but I mean, they should have brought on those end game credits, those final story beats, uh, way way sooner. They they do a very tropey thing in a lot of open world games, mm-hmm. and this happened throughout the year in many different games that I played, where do they do not end it soon enough, and they just throw uh, sort of they throw the objective at at you storyline wise as to what you need to do. Mm-hmm. God of War did this too, uh, and it's like one of the huge negatives of God of War, um, where they say, okay, see that mountain over there or that, that, that enemy over there? Mm-hmm. That's who you have to take down, take it down, and, and that, that's what the whole game is about. And then you finally get to it, or just before you get to it, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, no, sorry, uh, Princess is in another castle. You have to get this key. There's a passcode for that. Uh, those oh, words I'm sorry, those haunted my else. childhood. Yeah. So that's why you can't have four castles. Yeah, and it, and they do that over and over again, and it's like, all right, fourth time oh, now. I have man. to collect these three different things from these three different locations. Yeah. It's like it's just becomes tedious, busy work. Mm, but yeah. mm. Spider-Man, probably the best, or one of certainly one of the best uh, comic book game adaptations I've played ever, and probably one of the best that's going to be out there for quite a while. All right, so uh, what was the worst then? Uh. The worst of Spider-Man is the storyline. Well, Spider-Man garbage. specifically the worst game. Oh, game? Yeah. Artifact. Okay, how rigid were you thinking? I was like, okay, look, I want you to find all the Spider-Man games ever. And I want you to pick <laughs> out the exact... No, Artifact was good. Artifact, uh, it's a card game that's trying to sort of tackle Hearthstone uh, and other card games, but it does it in a very unique way where it's basically taking the Dota uh, mm. style of metagame uh, and trying to turn that into a card game, and it does, except it fails so spectacularly. Uh, it's a very complicated game, mm-hmm. and it's complicated for the sake of driving competition and making it super competitive, mm-hmm. but it does it in all the worst ways possible, where when you're playing any kind of competitive game, you want RNG, you want randomness to be out of the way. You do not want that to be a deciding factor whatsoever, and Artifact is probably the most random card game I have ever played competitively or, or just to begin with. Alright, so do you want to drop even this track card? So, no, uh, I want to drop this Joker. No, yeah, I want even, to drop even, this Ace of Spades. No, I want to drop this uh, How to Play Pinochle yeah, card. Even more so than Hearthstone. It's just baffling and there's like a whole slew of stuff with that. Mm. Some, some of the other uh, better games I've played, Octopath Traveler, I reviewed it. It's a fantastic game. It's uh, more of a laid-back style JRPG. Yeah, really what happens good when stuff. Octodad becomes yeah. Rolling Stone? Uh-huh. The music's fantastic, and the graphics that are That was funny, man. Super Don't gloss over that. That was, that was good. Acknowledge that. Another really uh, awesome, unique style game, but not like super unique, was Frostpunk. That, w- that was a, a spectacular game. If you're into 4X games, but you don't like the turn-based nature of it, although you can pause pause sort of time mm-hmm. uh time flows continuously so all the decisions that you're making in a micromanaging in this like super frostbitten world of steam and it's it is spectacular and dreary it's like the perfect the perfect balance of just like everyone's going to die 
but the slight little tiny glimmer of hope of maybe everyone won't die today. All right, it's you gotta right. be careful when you're throwing around words like perfect. Okay, yeah. but give me give me one more. Give us one more. Uh, I'll give a couple more, and I'll end off with with God of War. So uh, next best one, Into the Breach, spectacular bite-sized turn-based game. Mm. Everyone should play it. If you are a turn-based fan, it's amazing, and it has mechs and kaiju, and it's great. Love it. Uh, Monster Hunter World is absolutely fantastic. Probably the best RPG slash uh, action game I've played uh, all year. The best mechanics, almost by a landslide. Uh, Next one, Smash Bros. Ultimate. Easily the best fighting game I've played probably ever. Uh, The roster is just massive. It. There's almost no complaints you know those, with that. Like five things have been the best ever. <laughs> well, it's a good year, I guess. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's a. Uh, I'm busting your chops, man. You can't really, is yeah, you can't really <laughs> top the roster. The roster is absolutely yeah. insane. When you have Salt Snake going up against Cloud, going up against I don't know, like Pac-Man. Bayonetta, Pac-Man, the Hound from uh, and Duck Hunt Dog, yeah. and <laughs> like, you're forgetting it's, my it's man just, Sonic, where you continuously run off yeah. the level over and over again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, That's right. It's baffling. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, <laughs> I think I think the best game to come out this year, but only because it was showing off so much, and that's God of War. They threw the budget at this thing, and it shows this. This is, it's kind of like the way I described it uh, to my girlfriend is that this is a Stanley. This is 2001: A Space Odyssey for video games. It is so it's slow and middling. <laughs> it, Over it time, history will remember it as amazing because it was intricate at the time. At but the you time, try to go Ron back Hudson's and watch it pacing now. Back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it it <laughs> is absolutely face. fantastic. Except that, and and the things that it does do, it does phenomenal, and everything is so well thought out, so perfect. The pacing is so on point. Like every, like you could tell. Every single waking moment for every single developer that worked on that game went into perfecting it and getting it fine-tuned exactly to what it needs to be, and they crammed everything in there, uh, except after the first uh, 20 hours, it starts to get a little repetitive, and by a little, I mean a lot, and then you just really... All I, what I did for like the final like five or hours or so was I just put it down to the easiest difficulty because I just wanted to finish the game. No, I can hear so that. Long. I think I was hating on it for a while because I was really into the older God of War series, and this one had such this one was such an overhaul oh, yeah. that I couldn't even get past the design. I'm like, yeah, he's supposed to be older and stuff too. Why does he look like some old Viking weirdo? And why I've got a why I've got why have I got a child following me around and such? And you know, uh, where are the boobs coming in? I'm waiting on the boobs. Where are the boobs coming in? Yeah. You know, and the, and, the, and the whole thing is, it's just like I was just of that mind. I know I was going in with the bias is what I'm saying. Yeah. You're saying it's worth going back to play. The game, oh, yeah. This, this, is, this is one of those games that you just have to play because of the things it does. It, I still don't know, like, how are they able to pull it off. The one shot, they do the one continuous shot. Mm. And it's throughout the entire game. There are, like, only three moments that I could count, and it's at the very end. Where it's very clearly they had to, they made sacrifices and couldn't do the one continuous shot. Even though it was still one continuous shot, mm. they sort of uh, blacked out or whited out the screen and then faded back in again. Those were the only moments that it happened. But every everything else other than that, it is all one continuous shot. Mm. Something that movies sort of say is they got Alpha like yeah. 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 to direct yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, right there, I, I will just say, as somebody who's worked in both film and uh, game development, it's a little easier when you're dealing with animation. No, no, <laughs> no. no. It's, 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 I'll, I'll it's check. not easier. 
in order I'll, to do I'll, what they I'll did. I'll check it out, man. Easy. I'll check it out no. and formulate the opinion on this uh, on this shot. But I'm glad to hear at the very least the game uh, wasn't like it wasn't meeting my my mediocre expectations. So that's cool. That was God of War. But speaking of things that just had endless amounts of money thrown at them, all right, I got to see Bumblebee. All right. And you got to see Bumblebee. Yeah. You did not get to see Bumblebee, but you were itching to. I know I was, you I was able to. I just didn't. Okay. <laughs> Bumblebee is the latest installment of the Transformers movie franchise. And this one is big because this is the one that Michael Bay does not, for the first one in a long time, Bay does not have his grubby mitts, like, deeply in, immersed into, like, he didn't direct this stuff. And they he swapped out Wahlberg. Said, thought, you know what that yeah. means, though? That means he gave, he, he gave the money yeah. and he backed the F off. They right. swapped out and Wahlberg that, for a bigger version. Yeah, they swapped out one <laughs> Boston meathead for another yeah. Boston meathead. Right, right. I like seeing a little bit more. Than, than yeah, and, and he's not playing a scientist like they tried to crowbar Wahlberg. Yeah, how into. is he's that? Playing, no, that's, a, that's a whole nother no, he's show. Playing, he's playing a soldier involved in this, Which, and I, yeah. I like what they did with the story. I think it was very uh, it, it was very interesting to, uh, to have that character introduced so that they can have a military presence, but not have it be ham-fistedly working in. The government wants a taste. you got to give them a taste. And have it come back to the Transformers roots, which is these giant robots yeah. are interacting with kids so we can sell some toys. Right. Now, you didn't like this picture. No, I did not. So tell the people why you're wrong. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was just boring. Uh, I think because of the tertiary characters, there's like bullies that are bullying the main character. Mm. And there's you like can't a little... use words like tertiary on this show, first okay. of all. <laughs> yes, I can. It's the geek down. Geeks know words. <laughs> the word is hypergamaglobulinemius, <laughs> sir. I mean, <laughs> But like the, the bullies are bullying the main character and the the little brother character were all unnecessary and they didn't do anything that was uh special. So it felt like you know you're just rooting for the main character because she's the main character. There's no real uh, emotional stakes to anything. And yeah, also no her one, like no one's buying a little brother action figure. No, I they know. They want yeah. the girl and they want the girl to fit into Bumblebee as a car or Bumblebee yeah, as a It's giant a neat robot. toy commercial, but I was there for two hours. And that's a long time. <laughs> they want to make sure you see all the accessories up close. And most of it was the one toy who, you know, as a like the middle part of the movie is just Bumblebee, you know, being clumsy. Which is, Paddington did better. I, oh. <laughs> Twice. Too. Both of them. Right. I, I, I won't make any. I won't make any claims towards um, uh, the common sense aspect of this yeah. because you're right. It is written uh, as Bumblebee is naive about this world. So in concepts of well, maybe you shouldn't like blast through the wall because you're actually trying to hide yeah. in this room, and that kind of negates it. Maybe right. you shouldn't transform inside because the room is literally a third the size <laughs> of your entire uh, mass. Yeah. You know, and also, yeah, most people don't park cars in their living room. So if that's how you're going to, you know, it's like right. that aspect that can get tedious. But that's also not meant for us. You're an totally. adult. I'm yeah. an adult. Adam is a facsimile of an adult, yeah. you know, and we get humor and common sense because we grew up with stuff like this. Yeah. But any kids that went to see this with their parents loved it. Kids in the theater were dying at that part where I'm there seeing it happen, and I'm like, oh, he's, yeah, he's doing that thing. But from behind me, <laughs> all the little point, voices, I and I realize yeah, you gotta, it's you fair. Understand. It's we're, fair yeah. we're looking at through the long, wrong lens. It's probably yeah. not exactly made for us, even though it, yeah. it, it, you, could, you could argue it. But yeah. uh, mm -hmm. it's, and I, I don't think wanna, the kids will yeah. certainly but, enjoy yeah, it. I don't, I, want, I don't want, don't want to make it seem like I'm, heard I'm, people I'm older giving the movie too much which makes sense. Yeah, but... All right, but we're also attached to the Goonies. I don't want to make it seem like I'm intentionally being easy on the picture. Yeah. But I'm very aware that it's 
written for a certain audience. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's not written for adults to relive their childhood. It's written for kids to see a movie about other kids interacting yeah. with a giant robot. That's why uh, That's why um, uh, John Cena wasn't the main character in this, right. like Mark Wahlberg was in the last one. Yeah. Because the kids are the focus. Yeah, but I get that, but, like, my point is, like, you can do better with the same... You know, you want the same kind of thing, you can do better. There's plenty out there. So, All right, man. You know. I, I won't take away from that. That's yeah, a valid yeah. opinion. Right. And I'm glad you didn't just say, well, it's not Michael Bay, so he didn't ride <laughs> off on a giant flaming <laughs> dinosaur in the sky. Yeah. The guy is standing up slowly. Yeah. yeah he didn't have robots yeah. peeing on people. Or a girl why, bent why? over a car for no reason. Yeah. Dude, wasn't she supposed to be like 12, like 16? Yes. Man. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Well, girlfriend okay. at the time, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the kids in this picture act like kids, but like yes. kids who are aware of the situation and still have real world problems to deal with. I like that. I actually right. dug the performances from uh, from kid actors in this, which yeah. isn't always you know spot on. Sometimes that can be kind of middling, and they I think found capable um, actors to represent. Ain't no um, Corey Feldman, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I would like to see a cameo from Corey Feldman, just like a, an old over yeah. the hill spark now, plug. With, with he's got yeah. weird angels going on. Right. He's really he's well, having. They, they could have had him dancing on TV in the oh, background so or something. That's awful. All right, all right. Well, the movie's Bumblebee. I recommend it um, because I think they did a good job. You may feel different. Ah, see Paddington or oh, yeah. <laughs> or Iron Giant or something. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Bit of a differing opinion there, yeah. but okay. The final thing we're closing in on because we're running out of time is, again, going back to more money than any, like, actual, yeah. capable, functional, rational script that makes any kind of damn sense is Aquaman. Aquaman. A movie that, despite all that, I love so hard. See, I'm glad you liked it. I mean, I... <laughs> I re oh, it was... Oh, it's positive. See, I really, <laughs> it's positive. Pat I am all set with watching Aquaman. Yes? What? Nope. Oh. What? DC, the abs, though. DC can't the make abs, good movies. Though. They can't make good movies. Right. You say that, yeah. but you're wrong. Break it down, Adam. See, I really wanted to like this movie because I thought, I'm like, what a piece of inspired like uh, casting. I think the one thing that DC has done so much worse than Marvel, other than make movies that are any good, <laughs> um, is their casting has always kind of sucked compared to Marvel. Marvel's always cast perfectly, well, I, I thought. Know. And so DC, is... this one is like, I just, I don't know if it's the perfect thing, but it's like. It's it's more inspired, like I said. It's okay. where Aquaman, as the comic book, is like the most waspy, pepsodent smile looking, blonde haired, <laughs> you know, blue eyed yeah. thing. You know what I mean? And then this is like this native Hawaiian, you know what I mean? He's got the abs, he's got the shoulder. And I'm like, that, yeah. the long hair with like, like got the smoky eyes. I'm like, you're just sexy. You're a sexy dude. Yeah. That's a no, weird you're right. thing. You're you know right. And it's, it's good, it's, it's good taking a different take on it. And it's, yeah. And I thought that was good, but they, they suffered from the same thing. I thought the first few Thor movies suffered from where it's like, they don't know what to do with him. They don't let him be funny. They don't let him like yeah. take over the movie. They kind of get stifled. And I think like the first Thor movies, it took him to the, the Thor Ragnarok to really like, no, he's kind of like his dumb jock. Let him be funny and kind of take over. And that's when that, that's, franchise really took off and i'm like they could have learned from those and then really just right out the gate let jason momoa kind of own this thing and they don't let him do that they don't let him be the kind of the hunky type guy they well, don't no, let no, him no. be okay, hear me out i agree with you but i think they did yeah. i think you're looking at it from a singular perspective where i saw that actually happening because this is a long ass movie 
All right, let me just say yeah, right it's now. It's a little this too long, long too. It's it's, a, it's like it's. But yeah. no, I, I went in with the exact same thoughts. I'm like, I see that happening. It seems like they're holding them back. It seems like they're trying to be serious where it doesn't need to be. It seems like they're trying to like throwing in a, a comic booky story where they don't have to right it here. Is. Why there's so many the like is, old European things you gotta find and. Yeah, but I, I I realize what they're doing and. Maybe it was easier for me to see. I don't know. And I'm not. I'm not putting you down or anything. I think. I think maybe it was easier for me to see because I read the comics as well. Maybe. So I'm aware of the background of the stories that they did throw into this movie. Right. And I emphasize how long it is because I did feel that same way for about the first 45 minutes. Like I'm sitting there, like, oh come on, really? And then they do, oh what the god? Ah, and I'm just like, is this over yet? I can't wait for 45 minutes. Okay, probably what another 20 minutes to go and stuff, and then we'll be out. And then. It was it was another fifty minutes was a good, where I got to watch them chunks, build yeah, up on good, that. Yeah, good, so it's like they, they did that, but they got it out of the way, and they just kept throwing money at it, and the effects got bigger, and they did more of the Aquaman storyline. Like There's a the... whole thing in there about the trench, which was like a six month, uh, possibly more, uh, really in depth and intricate storyline in the Aquaman comics. In the movie. The trench is like 10 minutes. Yeah. But the thing is, any other picture would have the trench like, you know, one minute. And it's like, oh, they're in the trench. And now they're out. Oh, it's uh, And now you actually got to see it's a threat. People trying to usurp the throne of Atlantis. It gave them a legitimate reason to be there. That story was actually told in full. The story of the trench, they didn't go into like the minute details, which you can't in a movie. You don't have like four weeks to sit there and devote. And no one cares. It's Aquaman. Sad for me to say, because I actually like Aquaman. But yeah. the thing is, I saw them take their time with all of this. And they won me over. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. I felt the same way you did going in, and they won me over. He was walking through the desert in linen pants, yeah, <laughs> in a long sleeve shirt. I'm not. Like... I'm not. I'm not saying it was 100 uh, percent flawless. <laughs> All right. But, All right. But, but, no, and then there's but too they, much like they, they CGI. Did... All the hairs move. It just kind of looked a little kind of shoddy at times too. Like I guess yeah. the movie has to be like 100 percent CGI. You know what I mean? When you're like, yeah, I don't. I didn't really get the physics of why some things float and why some things crashed to the bottom of the seafloor. Yeah, the CG It was just did. a little bit it was just a little bit rocky. It kind of stepped in all the same tropes that I've seen a lot of other movies following. Like I said, it was long and like cuz I'm not like a devoted so comic long. book fan, I just didn't have the patience for it yeah. where I think you might have. Okay, and so right, I think my right. people might suffer yeah. from that. And too, like I said, Jason Momoa is awesome. Like I want the guy to be a big star. Like I think yeah. they should have just let him be because he's a goofball too. I think they should have kind of At the end he he took himself less seriously where he realized, "Oh yeah, I had like self-doubt." But I am a badass, so let's just do this. And I get the half-breed jokes. Yeah, I knew they were coming in. Yeah, but then you got then you got a solid twenty minutes of just like various iterations of that scene from Justice League where he's like, "My man," (laughs) and I'm just like, "That's exactly what I wanted." Yeah, I wanted that so hard. And then he emerges from the water with the scepter, and I'm like, "I wanted that too." And then he emerges from the water with the suit, and not like the kind of badass, you know, Aquaman armor they gave him in Justice League, but the classic comics, orange and That's green leaf suit. On there, yeah. And I, I can't tell you how happy that made me. And it looked CG and plastic and weird, but by then, like, it had won me over because they had thrown so much. They knew what they had as a movie. And that's the thing. They stopped I trying to make a this prestige is, picture uh, and just try to make it as fun as possible. I think this is worlds better than a lot of the other DC stuff. So I will Definitely. give it. I will give yeah. it that. So that they they got that going for it. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I still think they got a, a ways to go before yeah. they okay. really, you know, pull it all together. But yeah, 
I, th I thought it was fun as hell. I think they threw everything but the kitchen sink, and then they found a kitchen sink and tossed it in the kitchen. <laughs> I was going to say, there's, a, there's a, at least a, like a, yeah, a there's, spigot there's a there. Of, in there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple kids. They go to ancient Greece, man, okay? <laughs> this there's like, like deserts. There's, they're in, yeah, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, it's like, it's like one part Indiana Jones, you know, one part Alan Quartermain in the uh, in King Solomon Mines. Right. One part Doc the Savage. must be crazy in the desert. Yeah. You know, a little oh, bit yeah. Doc Savage. It's mystical. It's like scientific. Uh, there was some space exploration for no reason at all. Kim Basinger in the sucker. A lot of like, nice you, why is your makeup still on if you're underwater? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's the just waterproof like, mascara yeah. must have been. Yeah, it's, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where um, Mr. Burns uh, discovered he has like every disease imaginable. Oh, oh yeah, that's what they cancel alive. each other out. <laughs> yeah, because they all can't fit through the door at once. Yeah, that's this movie. They did everything, and they all jammed in the door of like good movie. See, that was a great reference. Movie. Just kind of oh, yeah. they're trying to get the horrible movie, and they just can't get through all at once, and that's the only thing that saved it. But that's what made me yeah. love it so hard. Mm. I give this a thumbs up because I had such a good time, and I was ready to go in hating it because, as a comic fan of Aquaman specifically, mm. I was looking for the cracks. Right. I was looking for the flaws, and I realized the way they did it is probably the only legitimate way they could have been done. Even getting him in the suit. In the comic, the comic gave him a prestigious, right. uh, a ready-made, prestigious reason to have the orange and green costume that made sense. They mm. threw that out and gave him another one that I was still okay with. Mm. You know, so I'm so damn surprised. Mm. I'll give it a thumbs up, too. Why not? Yeah. Why and from Adam Willis? Yeah. Mm. Right there. You won me over. My man. Not my favorite, but yeah, I'll give it a thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Anything yeah. that uh, I, I can mildly enjoy out of DC is like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll support that. Why not? All right, all right. Hey, I'll, Jason, I'll, I'll, I'll support Jason Momoa, too. I'll take mm. it. It's right. after all. All right, we, yeah. <laughs> we have run out of time, unfortunately. We uh, couldn't get to Escape Room. We'll cover that on a, a future show. There's still time. But, dude, Aquaman, thumbs up. Yeah. Bumblebee, eh, mixed. Yeah. But fair. All right. Yeah. God of War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definite uh, thumbs up. Game right. of the year, my pick. So. All right. All right. Game of the year from just Johnny. Smash Brothers? Yeah. Fighting game of the year. <laughs> love it. Easily. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. And 2018 sucked. We kiss it goodbye and look forward to 2019. 2019, my man. Peace. Can't wait. 2019. Nope. All right. 2019. Nope. 2019, Brian. Yeah. All right. 2019, view. This has been the Geek Down on Disrupt Boston. Yeah. I remind you all, you can join us now. This show is on Wednesday, but you can join us every Tuesday night uh, right here at Disrupt Boston. 8 p.m. Uh, yep, we're getting the URL up, but for now, go to the Disrupt Boston Facebook page. And you can watch the live streams of this and every other show on the network. Also, mm -hmm. check us out at geek-down.com for all the latest and greatest of our own escapades there. We're starting a couple of new shows. We have new reviews and videos going up. It's all going to be on audio now. And I'm looking at Vimeo as opposed to YouTube because YouTube, everyone is, is making everybody their worst enemy. So yeah. screw them. And also, if you have anything you heard on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at, uh, face, on Facebook slash The Geek Down or on Twitter at The Geek Down. We're also on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, like us, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you want to find us on Twitter, our individuals are... Oh, a swing dingling. <laughs> uh... You don't have... Do you have a Twitter? You don't have to say your personal one. It's okay, man. I'll put you on the spot. Punk the studios. Just find me here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and this guy. We'll catch you all next Tuesday night, 8 p.m. right here at Disrupt Boston. Until then, though, be excellent to each other. Peace.